This is Real News on Real Estate, and I am your host, Milton Figueroa. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here with you discussing what goes on in the residential housing market, the news that matters in residential real estate. I am Milton Figueroa, your host, realtor and broker associate with Deconova International Realty in Orlando, where I help so many families every year achieve their home ownership goals in this beautiful Central Florida market. This show is for buyers and sellers of real estate that want to be up to date with what goes on in the market. So if you're thinking of selling, this show is for you. If you're thinking of buying, I also have great news for you. And I cannot forget about the thousands of real estate professionals, excellent professionals that go to work every day to help their clients achieve their home ownership dreams. This show is for you as well. I am in Orlando and certainly will be happy to help you if you are a realtor across the United States or a real estate professional outside the United States. If you have clients in this region, in Central Florida, I'll be happy to help. We can co-broke and make sure that your clients achieve their home ownership goals. Today's topic is the best time to sell your home has arrived. Yes, it is a great time to sell. And I want to start the show before we go into uh, the topic. I want to start with a quote. This one is a proverb, a Chinese proverb. It says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Let me say that again. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. See, it talks about opportunities, right? It talks about things that maybe you put in the back burner a long time ago and you thought, oh, yes, that was a good idea back then. Well, maybe you can refresh it and bring it back to life and make it happen today. It, it definitely happens with people in, in real estate. A lot of people think, hey, uh, my, my life plan is to sell my home when I reach 45 years old or when the kids go to college or when I'm about to retire and I can sell my home in Orlando and go live, uh, go live by the beach uh, or go live in the mountains in Tennessee or, or any other uh, idea. Well, it is time to take a look at that plan, that seed that maybe you planted really 20 years ago. You need to look at it today because the best time to sell your home has arrived. And this comes from an article I found at Realtor.com, written by Erica Sweeney. And this article talks about six reasons why this is actually the best time in years to sell a house. I agree. Certainly, I agree. Uh, when, when we are recording this episode, it is already August of 2020. <laughs> it's been the year of the surprises. I thought, and you probably did the same, you, you probably thought 2020 is the year of perfect vision. So many good things are going to happen. The economy was doing so great at the beginning of the year. And then, plop crazy things that have happened and who knows um, what comes next. But anyway, hey, uh, out of all of the bad things that may have happened this year, something that has been shiny, shiny like the sun is real estate, at least 
in the residential side. Things are looking bright, and certainly this is a good time. If you thought about selling your home, this is a good time for you to give it a try. And this article that I mentioned from Erica Sweeney it talks about six reasons why this is actually the best time in years to get to selling your home. The first topic in the article is that home buyer demand is back with a vengeance. Yes, we've had a few months of, let's say, low activity in most industries because of the COVID crisis. We have seen how uh, we have had to change and adapt to a new reality. And after a couple of months of being in quarantine for most people in, in the country, people are certainly going out of their homes and trying to, as I said, adapt. They're trying to get into some sense of normalcy, either a new normal or trying to get back to what they had before. So after a couple of months of people not necessarily going out um, to eat and play and have fun, now they are doing that. Well, one of the things that people are doing is to purchase a home. Yes, if the COVID-19 crisis found you in the wrong place or perhaps a not-so-desirable situation, one of the natural things you will do is to try to change that environment. And certainly, one of the most refreshing things after a time when mental health gets affected, when finances get affected, is to try to look for a new scenario. Try to look for something new that perhaps can help you achieve those goals and achieve those, those dreams. Hey, I'm sure that many people had the idea of purchasing a home in 2020. In the spring, they probably thought, ugh, I don't know how long this thing is going to last. But when they saw an opportunity to go out, they did, and they did it in droves. The, the demand for homes is certainly back, and in, in this new reality, uh, people are definitely looking for, for homes. Uh, people that cannot work are not in a good position to buy, but as people start coming back to the workforce, definitely they are good candidates. Besides, people that continued uh, to be productive and people that were uh, lucky enough to have their jobs without too much change, they continued to look. Uh, March and April were really slow months. The market certainly shrank and the market became a much smaller space. However, in May, after those two months of declining activity, pending home sales shot up about 44%. According to this article, the number is 44.3%, the highest month-to-month -month jump since 2001 when the uh, pending home sales index started. This is a figure kept by the National Association of Realtors. Certainly, there is significant demand, and we are going to look at some changes in the mindset of the borrowers, in the mindset of the buyers uh, along this episode. The reality is, my friends, that um, 
things have changed working from home uh, people don't necessarily need to to be living close to their work uh, centers anymore if they are able to work from home that has played a part and we'll talk a little bit more uh, about it because think about it um, that drive along a bc interstate or a bc highway may not be as necessary if you are lucky enough to work from home and of course if you like it because i like to be out showing homes i don't like to be sitting at home i can't it's tough to concentrate but that's just me a lot of people certainly appreciate the opportunity to work from home so if that drive down the interstate is no longer an issue then you can perhaps move a little bit away you can go to the suburbs you can go to other places where maybe you can get more home for your buck because those homes may be less expensive number one so your housing expense on a monthly basis will be lower in addition the farther you go away perhaps the the more land you can buy so you can have a bigger lot so now your dog can go out now the kids can play better uh, now you don't hear your neighbor when the neighbor sneezes so you may have a little bit more privacy uh, in, in that sense. There are better opportunities out there. So you're trading that drive on the BC interstate or the BC highway. You're trading it for a great internet connection. That's all you need if you're going to work from home. So definitely this and others, uh, other aspects that we will discuss today have uh, increased the demand. The second issue that I want to bring up and, and this is both for sellers and buyers. I think it is important if you're selling your home, you need to listen to, uh, to what we're discussing and, and certainly give me your opinions. Uh, but if you're buying, it is important as well. The second aspect is that the home inventory remains low. Yeah, there's simply not enough homes in general. I know every market is different. I, I know that what happens in my market in Orlando may not be the what happens in your in your market but in general what we have seen is home inventory remains low Lawrence Yun the chief economist of the National Association of Realtors was quoted as saying there was insufficient supply last year this year during the pandemic the shortage has intensified um, that is a good observation that is a good observation. Last year, I remember uh, driving around and having problems finding uh, sufficient alternatives for my clients. It's not that they had to settle for bad homes, but certainly they didn't have as many choices as they had two, three years ago. Now, with this pandemic and the fact that people are coming out in droves to purchase homes, that has definitely uh, in intensified. So think about it. This is a great moment to sell your home because people are coming out. There are less alternatives for them. So your home will definitely receive a lot of attention. And, and, and I think that combination of factors of issues is helpful for sellers and the market in general. Uh, the, the article mentions uh, some aspects that influence this issue of the low inventory and if you start adding them up you see that we are we are in, in in a certain way in a perfect storm that squeezes that inventory think about it you you have people 
living for a longer period of time in their homes. The article mentions that a, a segment of the population is spending an average of 13 years in their homes before moving. Before, we used to think that people will stay in their homes for five to seven years. Um, there were other statistics thrown around saying that people will stay in their homes for about 10 years. Now we are looking, at least prior to the pandemic, we were looking at an average of 13 years. So you bought a home and it would serve you for about a decade and a half, almost there, right? So that means if you're staying longer in your home, you're not selling as fast. So that adds to that equation of low home inventory. Then you add a factor uh, that, is, uh, that is mentioned as well. The fact that there are less distressed sales. Foreclosures as a, uh, as a percentage of the total sales, they have come down. We are beyond that ugly crisis from 2008 to 2009 where you had uh, ghost towns uh, sometimes because people were, were not able to keep their loans, keep their homes. We are not seeing that. The, the economic recovery over the last 10, 12 years um, has been very, very good for housing. And now most people, uh, when they get a loan, they get it under the right, under writing conditions and they can pay it. So people make an effort, right? We're not in that crisis mode. And then you add a third factor. It is the fact that in this crisis, the COVID crisis, the government is keeping people in their homes. Yes, with these forbearance plans and these promises, the government has forced the banks to, uh, to, to give homeowners that cannot pay their mortgage if they have been affected by COVID, either on the health side or on the economic side, give them forbearances, uh, give them some time so they can come back to the workforce with the promise, of course, that in the future, in the near future, those banks will help them uh, come up with a loan modification or some kind of payment plan or some short term arrangement so they can catch up. So those things add up. And then we, we also have the issue, oh my God, of uh, builders not being able to build as fast as the increase in demand. Builders, yes, are, are building. I, I've taken many of my clients to see new construction. The, the big builders, the small builders, they're all building at a fast pace, but they can't keep up with, uh, with the demand. So definitely all of those factors converge into that perfect storm. What I'm telling you is if you are thinking of selling your home, this is a great time to do it. There's really no reason to wait because there will be clients out there. There will be buyers out there looking for a new home. Now, let me tell you something. Your home is not going to sell by itself. All right. <laughs> Your home will not sell by itself. You definitely need to do some work to make it happen. You definitely need a good team. And we'll talk about that right when we come back from a quick break. All right. So we'll be back in a sec. We are back, my friends. This is Real News on Real Estate, and I am Milton Figueroa. Today, 
The best time to sell your home has arrived. That's the topic. And we, uh, we had a nice quote, a Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. It talks about opportunities and it talks about things that maybe you thought about a long time ago. You didn't get to them. Now is the time to make them happen. And selling your home is probably one of those because this is there is a perfect storm that is helping people sell their homes and, of course, help people buy homes uh, as well. And we're talking about those. Uh, very interestingly, um, I, while, while I was searching uh, and doing some research for the show, I found that this quote was also mentioned by someone else. Uh, and, and I found interesting the, the story of this gentleman. His name is Eliud Kipchoge. And if you follow uh, marathons, if you do marathons, not, not on Netflix, I mean real marathons like, you know, running, right? Uh, this gentleman, he's from Kenya, and he is a long-distance runner, and he holds the world record for the 42K marathon. He set it back in 2018 at the Berlin Marathon with a time of two hours, one minute, and 39 seconds. Yeah, 26 miles in two hours, one minute, and 39 seconds. Dude, this guy is fast. He is, and so should you when it comes to selling your home, because this is a great opportunity right now. So if you're thinking about it, don't wait, don't sit on it, actually get up and run like Mr. Kipchoge would do. But anyway, his quote, the, the, way, the way he framed this Chinese proverb, he was uh, discussing uh, a visit uh, uh, to Canada, and he said, there is a sign in one of the nicer schools in Canada. It says the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. That was the best time to plant a tree. The second best time is today. Plant the tree of self-discipline. I love that. That part of the, of the self-discipline. Well, besides, he said 25 years instead of 20. So he's looking back even further. But um, the, planting the tree of self-discipline is important. I have to do it in my own life. I think everyone should adjust a little bit and have a little bit of self-discipline, especially when you work from home. Jeez, it's crazy because you get so distracted. Um, yes, self-discipline is important. And if you're buying or selling your home, you must have that quality as well to make the best of it. And if you're selling to get top dollar, and we'll talk more about it because we have uh, some of these uh, aspects uh, that reveal why this is the best time to sell your home. We spoke about uh, home buyers uh, having a great demand for housing and also the low numbers of home inventory. The, the third item that I want to address today is that home prices are up, up, up. In Orlando, we have seen in this market, we have seen a steady, healthy increase in home prices over the last few years. We had our lows back in 2008, 2009, 2010, and things started changing. And now we are at a very different situation, very different market. But things didn't spike uh, so crazily. Uh, we did see increases in home prices that were healthy and steady. And now what we're seeing is that this perfect storm 
has given the market another oomph to go up. And we are seeing how uh, the competition uh, has created that synergy, right, uh, in, in the market. Lawrence Yun, the economist, the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, said that many sellers can get top dollar in the current market conditions. And it is true, but it is not automatic, I would say. I would add to, to that thought. You have to work hard to earn top dollar when you're trying to sell your property. This is not 2004 and 2005 for those that were active in the market back then. Uh, those were the times when you could put a sign in front of a house and in three hours you would get the offer you were looking for because the market was just crazy. It was a different market. It was a different time. It was a wild, wild west. Now it's different. Yes, you can get top dollar. Yes, there are neighborhoods that will see homes get listed and get a bunch of offers in just a couple of days. Yes, we are seeing that here in Orlando. But I am also seeing homes that have been sitting in the market for 20, 30, 40, 60, 100 days, even in this market. And you may, you may wonder, well, why is that? Well, the reality is that sometimes homes don't look their best. Maybe they're not in the right location. Maybe they don't have the, ni the, the nicest features. Or maybe the sellers and the, their agents didn't necessarily put all of the effort that they could have put to make the home look good. Because this is all about marketing. When you're trying to sell your home, you're not selling yourself. You are selling that property that will become someone's kingdom for many, many years to come. It's, it's that next chapter in that book of life for a person or a family. And as a seller, you need to make sure that you have the right team behind you, that you're working with the right agents, and that you're working with the right people, because that home won't sell by itself. You need that dedicated agent. You need to price it right to create that buzz in the community. Uh, of course, you need a good agent to help you decide once you get a few offers. Uh, well, which one is the best? You need someone to help you in that process. Also, you need someone to help you manage all the stress that comes with the process of selling the property. Yeah, sure. You can also sell your property to one of those iBuyers and leave a bunch of money on the table because you don't want the stress. But there are plenty of agents, and I know many in my market that are excellent, and they do the same job, and not just the same job, but they, they actually... They actually, a great part of, of their job is that they take that stress away from you and you still get top dollar for your property. I'm one of them. I'll be happy to help you. Shameless plug, my, my phone number, 407-443-3833. Remember, I'm on Facebook. You can check me out on Facebook at facebook.com, Milton the Realtor, and facebook.com slash Real News, Real Estate, my website, MiltonTheRealtor.com. Okay, enough with the shameless plug. But what I'm saying is uh, you, need to, you, you need to work on it to build that story, to, to show why your home would be desirable for a buyer. And that is very important. Don't go at it alone. You need someone who knows how to do it and someone who is dedicated 
to help you in that process so that you can actually get top dollar for that property. Now, another factor that is important uh, that you need to keep in mind is the fact that mortgage interest rates are really low. Low, 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 low. So low that the other day I hurt my back trying to grab that low interest rate from the floor. Yep, I am a great realtor, but I'm also great at that jokes. Anyway, um, yes, the interest rates are super low. This is a great opportunity for people to purchase more home for their dollar. What that means is lower interest rates allow people to, to have a better debt to income ratio and not only purchase a higher price home with about the same monthly payment, but also to qualify better for purposes of the bank, uh, the, the lending uh, requirements. And remember, post-COVID, many banks have tightened up those requirements. So having low interest rates is very helpful. So this helps buyers, but also it helps sellers because the, the better qualified those buyers are, the better opportunities sellers will have. And in turn, if you are selling your home, very likely you are going to buy another one somewhere else with a different circumstance, a different situation, and those low interest rates are going to help you as well move on to that next chapter. The fifth element, that was a movie, the, the, the fifth aspect that I, want to, uh, that I want to discuss with you is the fact that the economy is showing slow signs of recovery. Now, this is a hot-button topic, especially in an election year, because you will see and hear different numbers depending on who is saying them um, for political experience. But the, the reality is that we have an economy that has shown some signs of recovery. And it's not where it should be. Definitely it is not. This uh, COVID-19 crisis has taken too long. We didn't really prepare for a long uh, uh, pandemic. And that's why Congress and, and the president are uh, fighting over what kind of uh, remedy pr to provide to the American people uh, in, in a second round of uh, assistance for business owners, for individuals, and families. So this has taken quite a while, but it is important for you to understand that, again, moving away from the political issues, the, the economy doesn't function, I guess, in a monolithical form, okay? There are industries that have been affected, and you can probably think of some of those that have been uh, affected. Tourism has been crushed here in, in Orlando, in my market. Uh, yes, Walt Disney World is operating. All of the parks uh, are open. Uh, Universal uh, is operating as well. But they're not working at full capacity. And they have uh, some of their... Actually, if, if, I, if I remember correctly, the water parks are not fully operational. So that comes with, you know, that, that, that is certainly uh, a big problem for that industry because the number of visitors is reduced. And it's not just the parks, the big parks here in Orlando. It's all of the other businesses around 
they are the restaurants, the hotels uh, that provide support for so many families. So that definitely has been has been crushed. Retail, retail has also been crushed. We have seen uh, a bunch of bankruptcies being filed by major retailers that cannot pay uh, their rent because people are simply not buying. People are not necessarily buying uh, 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 clothes uh, as, as much as they were before, especially now that you can work in your PJs. <laughs> not everyone, but uh, a lot of people can. Um, I was joking with my son, uh, telling him, hey, you're going back to school. So instead of buying uh, 10 new sets of shirts and pants, we're going to buy 10 sets of PJs because he's going to do school online. Um, so, so retail has, has been suffering. However, there are other segments of the economy that have been doing well and have adjusted better to this new reality. If you think of hospitals, for example, of course, the health industry uh, has been at the forefront of the fight against COVID. And they have a lot of work to do. People uh, that are getting sick, not just with COVID, but, you know, the regular sick, right? Um, plus everything else that is, that is coming around. Supermarkets. These days, you're staying home. You have to buy more. Uh, uh, you, you have to, to, to buy more groceries because you're eating out uh, perhaps less times a week and so forth and so on. Real estate is one of those industries that has been uh, a positive in the uh, in, in in the economy, at least at least the residential side of real estate, commercial specifically those big outlets, those big malls, I know they are suffering with this pandemic. But but the economy is showing slow signs of of recovery, and more and more people are starting to go back to work. And I know those numbers, the unemployment numbers, they go up and they go down depending on many, many things, especially the number of cases with COVID and how they go up, how they go down and, and, and all of the concerns that come with that. But in general, I could say that at least in my experience, what I have seen is that people have slowly come back to, to work. They have come come back and they're earning money. And that is a good thing that is helping the real estate market as well. Because people that were ready to buy and they had to stop and they had to postpone their plans, now they can actually go and do it. The last thing I wanted to discuss in this, uh, in this show about why this is a great time to sell a home is, and, and this is something important, home buyers' needs have changed. As a seller, you must recognize that COVID has changed the needs for space, such as the home office uh, and, and such as the travel, for example. You don't need to necessarily travel that much if you're working from home. Um, marketing is important to reflect that possibility. So if you have an open space uh, or if you have a fourth bedroom or a fifth bedroom that can be equipped as a home office, Definitely, you have to include that in the description and you have to hit it hard so that you can show those prospective buyers that your home could be the home that makes the difference for them. 
So you need to be ready. Uh, you need to be prepared. You need to be able to showcase all of those those aspects. Think about it. Uh, I mean, if people are are changing uh, their ideas about buying, well, you need to make sure that you stay up with the times. So, my friends, that's all for today. Uh, those are the items I wanted to discuss with you uh, and tell you why this is the best time to sell your home. It is here. It has arrived. And I want you to get top dollar for your home. I am Milton Figueroa, broker associate with Deconova International Realty in Orlando. It is quite a pleasure to be here podcasting for you, podcasting with you. I look forward to the next show. Thank you very much. Go have a great day and tell me about your adventures out there, okay? Well, of course, put on a mask, okay? <laughs> Bye.